Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The Cubs offseason has been, it was council, and that was early, and that was really exciting. But then everything else has been about how they're not spending as much as we would like, and where's Cody Bellinger? Patience, darling. Patience. I'm the guy who wants power. Ball go far, team go far. Yeah. They didn't have enough power last year. They don't have enough power this year. I'm like everyone else. We're just waiting. They need a star or two. <laughs> yeah, they can use that. You know, but for now, it's good to have uh, your beloved baseball back. And yeah, the Cubs have plenty of flaws, and they're not good enough as constructed. And Bellinger needs to get there, and maybe even somebody else too. Five sixteen. Time now for a look at sports overnight. Cody Bellinger and the Cubs have agreed on a three-year, eighty million dollar deal. Three one two six four four six seven six seven. Ray is in Naperville. He's up next as we talk. Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs on the score. Great news. Great news that they they were able to get this contract signed. In Deerfield, we join Pete now. Pete's up. Now to Bellinger. I am so relieved. Doesn't even matter if he plays more than one year. It's important that we get him this season. James from Mercine is up next talking about Cody Bellinger. I really don't think that Jed Hoyer gets enough credit. The way he plays, bringing in Peralta, all those moves put pressure on Boris to crack here. And the essence of Bellinger is something that's very, very rare in this game. And so when you look at it, you understand that this is something that I think every team wants it on their vanity, no doubt. Is there what the idea of Bellinger? Bruce, you step on my lines once more. <laughs> Just introduced himself to Cub fans. Cubby. Out of here, off the scoreboard. Holy cow. A belly bomb. Where's Cody Bellinger? Oh, you feel better, mother. One, two, three. Here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Yeah, I do feel a little better now. <laughs> I do. I To me, this was the bare minimum. This was the get back to baseline. Yeah. They, right? I, they weren't good enough with him last year. How are they going to be good enough without him this year? It was Call that reductive or overly simplistic, but they they needed to bring back Cody Bellinger. Yeah, we did the exercise the other day. Like, wait a minute, are they better than last year? And um, it was a good question. We talked about it, and uh, I was like, no. No. (laughs) Yeah, the answer is no. The answer is no. Right. And now there's a lot of similarities, but certain guys will get better. And if Michael Bush is a legit, young, power-hitting first baseman, you're already better right there without some of the other guys improving and having full healthy years. And then there's, oh, by the way, your big money manager that they frankly do believe is going to help them get some more wins. And the idea of intelligent spending is easy to mock because we want, hey, it's not our money. Give the $300 million contract. But some of those, if you're not the Dodgers, can cripple an organization's competitive window. 
I've heard a lot of people say that this was a win for both sides. Oh, no. This is a win for the Cubs. It's a dominant, <laughs> dominant win for Jed Hoyer in the game of chicken with Scott Boris. He He's coming off a pillow contract, which is a name that Scott Boris invented, and he wanted to then deliver $150, $200 million. He got him another pillow contract. He got him another one. Maybe- Jed Hoyer, man, what a story that is. <laughs> Thank I mean, you, Peter. I see some Congrats people calling retirement. it a bridge contract, similar to what Carlos Correa signed, because it's a two-year maybe with the third year. But he's got an opt-out after one. If he has a great year, again, he will probably opt out again after one. Boris had to follow a pillow contract with another one. That is a absolute destruction by Jed over Scott Boris. Yeah, for Bellinger, he gets, he gets to, to hit free else. agency again next year, and it is the $30 million average annual value, which is a big raise and the most the Cubs have ever given a player for one year. So there aren't things that a player can't hang his hat on, but I fall back on there's no such thing as a bad one-year contract. And while if he has a terrible year, He'll opt in, and then it, of course, is more than a one-year deal. This is pretty low risk for the Cubs, right? What is the risk here? It doesn't It doesn't put them into the repeater tax mm-hmm. territory for the luxury tax, so they've got flexibility there. It's not a long-term deal. This isn't like a $200 million, $250 no. million, dollar, you know, oh, man, you're really scared of the last three years of the contract. There's really no way this contract hamstrings the Cubs' ability to do anything. The risk is that he's bad and that you know that he falls off the table offensively and then all you have is a gold glove caliber center fielder and first baseman who is struggling and you'll have to work your ass off to try and help him find it again, you know? But as you say, it's only then for the 2 years. There's no, I can't imagine he will opt in for year 3 at only 20 million. It's 30 30 30 30 20. 30 30 20. It is what they want more than anything is to stay flexible year to year, to be able to think about it one year at a time, maybe two years at a time for a big free agent, maybe three if they absolutely have to. This allows them to make new decisions probably next year, certainly in two, with better knowledge of if Pete Crow Armstrong's any good, if Michael Bush is any good, if Matt Mervis is something they can save. Like it, it, it is a phenomenal win, and Boris is feeling it and unhappy. Right. I, so that, that was my number one takeaway was, of course, this is good for the Cubs. Of course. The players are happy. The team is better, and you're not committed to him long term. Mm-hmm. And it, there's really – I don't even – I honestly don't see the – not that Bellinger is going to be unhappy with going to the team that he wanted to be on and getting $30 million to play baseball. I doubt he's unhappy. But it's not what he thought he was doing when we were talking about him being a top five MVP candidate in August yeah, no, you, or you, July of last year. You, you worry about him being happy or being resentful, but that's not his thing. It's not his vibe. He loved it here. He found his offense again. He found comfort. He loves where he lives. He's got a, a wife and a young child. He just wants to relax and play. Well, and he has to know. It's not like there was a $200 million offer out there from the Giants or the Blue Jays that he turned down. Yeah. So how can he be resentful of the team giving him the deal that it's not like anybody else beat him? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's, 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 it's not like, hey, I wanted to play for you. I had to take a pay cut because of my family's happiness, but I had $200 million on the table from someone else. Uh-huh. That, that didn't happen. It's fascinating that there wasn't a deal out there. It is because of the hitting profile with some of the metrics and how they don't jibe with some of the production numbers, and it makes people a little crazy on certain teams. You have the knowledge uh, for, of the Cubs of knowing what he did because you watched it every day and you yeah. talked to him about it every day. Let's let's talk about that aspect of it a, a little bit later on, why there was not a huge deal available for him and what the Cubs are banking on with, with bringing him back. Okay. But, but the headline is... The headline is the win uh, of 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 the standoff. Yeah, it's not a win-win contract. This is this is this is not Scott Boris getting high fives around the office and Jed Hoyer getting high fives around the office. This is Scott Boris's side being like, "Damn." Yeah. And Jed Hoyer's side being congratulatory and backslapping. Right. And, that, and that's that's how this is. Is Boris hoping he doesn't have to do the same kind of thing with Matt Chapman and and Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell? Right. He's probably got some clients that are looking at him like, hey, so is this the magic that you're going to not pull off for me? Exactly. Ryan Dempster was with you in what sounded like an absolutely star-studded weekend. Cannot wait to hear the stories. Polls position at three. Tanny uh, will make you feel all the feels about Chris Chelios at four. Parkers at Spiegel on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. And here's the controversy. Listen, we love fun, right? Afternoons on the score. There's something really special about this recognition. And hopefully by the time I'm done speaking, you're going to understand how much I love the city of Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks, my teammates, the fans, my friends, and most of all, my family. You talked about all the stars that have come to Chicago to celebrate with Chris Chelios, John McEnroe, Eddie Vedder. Cindy Crawford. Ryan Dempster in a Speedo, in high heel shoes. What? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how star-studded does an event have to be for Ryan Dempster? Hey, man. To not get anywhere near top billing. It was like if it was one of those, uh, like, a festival lineups. Like, he's yeah. down there in the small print. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He's not that low. I'm t- I mean, he's above you. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you're like and others. Uh, but Demp, my God, what a what a weekend with Chris Chelios. Oh, man, it was, uh, it was a really special everything. Yesterday was, uh, you know, capped off with, I mean, that's the Mount Rushmore, right? You're, you're having your jersey retired by a team in the city that you grew up in and born and raised. He's a Chicago you know, like he's Chicagonian, however you want to say it. <laughs> and just his speech was fabulous. The entrance with the Cadillac, you know, his dad always had caddies. He said, my dad, as I, my dad got older, he'd always get caddies. He goes, well, actually I'd always get him a caddy, which was pretty funny. And then that's, and then come in like that. And this, you know, the, the star studded cast that was there, the fans on Caner's first trip back, the whole day was, honestly, I pinched myself this morning. It kind of felt pretty magical to be a part of it all. It was special. There's crazy amounts of layers of, of emotion and, and, and everything going on. You're absolutely right. 
Um, but Danny's starved to know like the celebrity stuff. You know, you, oh, you I'm hear. Starved. <laughs> Demp, Demp, tell people who was in the suite with you. It, 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 paint us a picture of, of who was in that suite with you, uh, watching that game and the speech and everything yesterday. Yeah, so I, I kind of arrived actually a little bit later. I flew in yesterday from Arizona because I, I had to be down there. Um, so I came in yesterday morning. I walk in the United Center and then I get there and um, I go to the suite and I walk in and there's, you know, I mean, it's Dennis Rodman and, and you know, Theo Epstein and Eddie Vedder and Wayne Gretzky and, and Mark Messier and Brett Hull and Ty Domi and Cindy Crawford with her and Randy Gerber are there and John McEnroe and Patty Smythe. I mean, and John McGinley, and you go down the list, dude, it just didn't stop. It was, it was, you know, an amazing sight to be a part of kid rocks in there. I mean, it was really special and the most humble group of people. I mean, the amount of laughs and smiles and, you know, sharing, taking pictures. Wayne was signing autographs over the railing for kids and taking pictures with people and, you know, just to be there to celebrate their great friend, you know, and a great friend of so many, Chris Chelios, and he brought all these special people together, and we had one heck of a time at the game watching that all, watching the, you know, Kaner go out there and score the game winner after Chelios song, don't steal my thunder. I mean, I don't know if you could write a movie script that was any better than that. So it, it was pretty special. Like, think about that. He calls Patrick Kane will go down as the greatest American player, and Patrick Kane gets a breakaway in overtime and doesn't disappoint. He said, I won't let Chris Chelios down. I'm going to prove everybody exactly what he said is true. And and it was just spectacular. And then the after party in the atrium and, and the festivities throughout the evening were, were next level. It, 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 was, it was amazing when... Uh... When Chelios referenced Patrick Kane in his speech and said that you're going to be the greatest American player when it ends, and then people clapped and they showed Gretzky up there, he stood up. That got me. Gretzky yeah. deciding to stand up and applaud for Kane. Kane for Kane. It was like, all right, what are, what are we looking at right here? All these different like generations, and it's just unbelievable stuff. And, and you're, you grew up a hockey guy. You know, so it's like that had to hit you in a million different directions. Oh, man, it it really has. You know, just, you know, first of all, Chelly and I's relationship, you know, started over 20 years ago. And, and to just see it evolve to where it is now that, you know, he feels like a brother. And, and it's just been um, incredible to watch this journey for him and to have a moment like that. And then you see all these other people who have just as much respect for, for him as he does for them and the, the amount of love in that room. And like you said, you know, the standing ovation, they, they get up and clap for when they show Sharp and Seabrook and Duncan. And, and, and it's just that, and Hosa is just amazing. These these guys who played before them respect them so much because of the way they played the game. It's like they, they passed the torch to them. And then last night, you know, yesterday afternoon was the ultimate passing of the torch from Chelios to the, the next player who might have his number hung in those rafters in, in Patrick Kane. So, um, or at least one of the next ones. And so it was just, you know, to watch that amount of respect for for what he did um, and what those guys did from superstars like that, that that's special stuff right there, man. That's that's legendary stuff to, to be a part of and watch it firsthand. It's pretty amazing. We're talking to Ryan Dempster here on the Parkinson Spiegel Show, who was front and center in all of the Chris Chelio celebrations over the weekend. So I've uh, talked to enough athletes in this career to know that athletes want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be athletes. What was the what, what were some of the musical scenes that you found yourself in the middle of with our guy speaks? Yeah, I mean, first of all, great great band up there. Um, a lot of the guys coming in from Boston, 
the uh, hot stove cool music who speaks has played with before and they're up there crushing it pre kind of show and then um had a chance to go up there and you know and then i introduced eddie better to come up and, and ed's a great friend and you know to be able to to do that at Chelly's event and then before that like just a little bit before that he goes hey um you know you want to come up and sing and i was like hell yeah i do let's go man and then I didn't know what we were going to sing. So I was like, all right. But then I found out shortly, you know, before everything that we'd be singing the wait and got to get up there with Chelly, you know, and like, for me, it, uh, like you said, it's just a treat to be able to be a part of that scene on stage with great musicians, uh, uh, you know, a hall of fame rock star, a hall of fame hockey player and, uh, and belt out some tunes and, and to see all that take place. And then all of a sudden it's not just, it's like a party. Patty Smythe comes up there with John McEnroe and, doing the warrior and kid rocks getting up there and singing for the crowd. I mean, it was just next. It was every, who's next. Let's go. And everybody having a smile on their face, love and laugh and coming together and, and celebrating this great man. So it, it was the best pop-up karaoke scene I've ever seen. I admit. <laughs> it it, it kind of sounds like the legendary SNL 40 party. You, you, you know, yeah, yeah. the, the SNL Better. 40 party where it's, you know, like, Fallon gets us up there, and then he's like, hey, Dan Aykroyd, come on up here and do mm-hmm. something. And then it's like, oh, Miley Cyrus is in the house, and Prince is all of a sudden on yeah. stage, and then Steve Martin's playing the banjo. And we were the house band. so like, That's very cool. My, my guys, and I was lucky enough to get that call and like be a part of the, the mix of Boston, Chicago, some Tributosaurus guys in there. Um, so we're the house band. And I'm doing Radio Free Europe by R.E.M. And I'm looking out, and there's Demp. I saw you walk in, man, and you were, like, vibing and dancing. I was like, ah, oh, all right, here we go. And then <laughs> and, and then we talked right after that, and then and you, you walked away for a little while. And then it was time to introduce Eddie, and Eddie's guy was like, where's Ryan Dempster? All right, you might have to do it. He said to me, you might have to do it. I'm like, no, I'll get Demp. And I called you, and thank God you answered. You were on the other, other side of the building or, or something. But then you came running. You got to be able to introduce him. Oh, man. come on. Yeah, I just kept getting treat after treat. I felt like, I, I don't know, I paid for some magical experience, you know? Like yeah, I, had you enough, I had enough credit card points lined up that they got me this trip of a lifetime. How about... So, uh, no, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how about all the other personalities, man? McEnroe comes on stage with his wife, Patty Smythe, and it's John McEnroe, right? So he's, he walks over and he's like, hey... This one's really fast, and it's got to keep going, all right? So you guys, make sure you don't slow it down. We're like, we, we got you, John. We got you. But he knows that every— a left-handed Telecaster. Yes, sir. Rented him a left-handed yeah. Telecaster. Oh, wow. Because that's what he wanted. And it's like, I took a picture of the guitar case that says Tele-Lefty on it. I'm like, well, that should be his solo project, <laughs> clearly. That should be his solo project. But I was like, when is Jimmy Connors coming? Is Ely Nastasi going to be here? You know, it's like, what, what yeah. are we doing? It was just, but like every other personalities that were just, it's, it's, and Eddie's the sweetest, you know this, but like Eddie Vedder is the sweetest, kindest musician. And that's why Chelio said that stuff about him in the speech. Cause it, yeah. they, they love each other. It's like a really sweet, genuine friendship that they have that you have with Eddie. Cause Eddie's a gem. Yeah, no, it, it, he really is. And he's thoughtful and kind in so many different ways, you know, and, I know what it's like as a, as an athlete, you know, to, especially when you play for a long time, you have a lot of different connections and people that you're friends with and you develop these relationships. And um, the time that he gives people, he appreciates um, their admiration. Um, if it's a friendship, it is a true friendship. And, and some of them feel like family. And, you know, it's just he, he's a special human being to, to share that time because, I mean, this guy's a rock star of rock stars, right? I mean, he's 
he's leaving that last night and he's going over to London to play with the who. So it's like, you know, this, this is like the, the cream, creme de la creme. And he's sharing that time with everybody. And it's real. It's not like he gets behind the, you know, the door and goes, Oh man, that was, that was tough. No, it's a, still a smile on his face. He enjoys the present moment of where he's at right, right there so much with whoever he's with. And it resonates. You know, I watched him last night after that, after the show, when we were out later, it's just how he just, you know, is part of the family that's there. And it doesn't matter what you do or who you are. We're all there to just have a good time. And that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, taking that picture. I mean, sure, to capture the memory of that moment. But it's it's about here we are. And, and let's all just, like, enjoy this moment. Because you never know when you're going to get a moment like that again ever. You'll never be lucky to get a moment like that in the rest of your life, you know, where the amount of love and positivity that was flowing out of there. I mean, Cindy Crawford sank the puck from half ice. Like, that's how good the day was. <laughs> that was an incredible moment. <laughs> Cindy Crawford! Oh, no, baby! Supermodel drains it from freaking downtown. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, were you, were you busting Theo's balls for that? Because he wasn't even close. Yeah, I told him, I said, you know, because that new ownership thing, part of the deal is he gets a, a hand in the Pittsburgh Penguins. I go, you might want to stay clear of that. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you focus on the Red Sox and on that premier football and just leave me to the hockey. I'll help you out over there. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, all right, so paint us a picture of the after party because Speaks is like, yeah, I went home after, no. after the concert. I'm very, dis- I'm very disappointed. So uh, who, who's last man? So am I. Who's, so la- am I. who's last man or woman standing at the after party? Um, that's a good question. If I, I, I left, you know, sometime this morning and, um, it's, it, uh, it, it's a crew that has the ability, um, to be the energizer bunny. And so I, I'm actually interested to find out who is and was the last one standing. But, um, you know, I left and Shelly just goes, I'll see you at the lodge. And it was late. <laughs> it just keeps going. And, you know, you don't want those moments to end. And I'm sure Chris, you know, on a day like that, didn't want that day to ever end. Um, and, uh, but it's, you know, pretty much the same crew that was at the game made their way over there. And, you know, you can, you see like Sharpie shows up and Steve and Duncan Keith and all these guys too, and just friends and friends forever. And whether that's childhood friends and Shelly's or, you know, friends he met in hockey or, in, you know, celebrity world, whatever it is, it, it was just special. And everybody's just having a good time and, and enjoying the, and the moment there at the uh, Four Seasons Bar. I think uh, I think Shelly did all that, like, biking in the sauna, all that stuff, so he could still party this way at this age. It, it, it had very little to do with hockey. That's my theory, and I'm, 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 I'm sticking to it. Um, Demp, you've, he can sing. Shelly can sing. He sounded good on his verse of the weight. And then you're, you're singing. Like, you and Shelly have sung together a lot, clearly. Yeah, we, we, we've had some great nights with a microphone, a portable karaoke machine, one that's docked in the wall, hanging out on the boat, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's something we both love to do. He loves to, by the way, anytime like they, we like we go out somewhere and there's a jukebox, he loves to bust Eddie's chops and put Pearl Jam on. Oh, it's like his favorite thing to do, which is really great. Because <laughs> um, then half the bar starts singing the song and then Eddie starts feeling weird. It's really great. It's a really funny joke that he <laughs> But, um, no, it's just, like, our love of music, right? If there's a concert, we're always going to concerts together and, you know, festivals together, whatever it is, we're, we have a chance. We both, we both love it. So whenever we can sing, I like to bring it out in him. Sometimes he's, you know, he's not ready for it, and I'm just like, let's go. And, and he just uh, – he's a good singer, man. He's, he definitely is. It's practice, you know, that's just like his career, right? The more you practice, the better off you get at something. And 
and Shelly did an awesome bang-up job last night. After all that, you know, the speech and everything, to go out there and put that on was was a blast. And I was thrilled on his day. Like, I, I've i been telling people, yeah, I got to sing with Chris Chelios last night. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So Dem- that's pretty good, yeah. Dem, thanks for the behind-the-scenes uh, stories from what was clearly the biggest party in Chicago this weekend. Thank you, sir. We'll see you around the stadium uh, coming up soon, man. Damn, baseball season's here. You got Danny. You got Speed. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, man. All, All right. right. Thanks, Dem. That's Ryan Dempster with us. We got polls position. Peter King floated a trade. Says that's the way the wind is blowing, but also said he knows nothing. We figure it out next on the score. Cindy Crawford. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs>